So now I'm in a wheelchair. Magneto and I are old friends that still play chess together from time to time, but we're also kind of mortal enemies. Mortal frenemies. And sometimes we play chess with real people's lives in the balance. That doesn't seem like it would help your cause at all. Well, take it up with this guy. Mutants are the future. We can live in peace. No, we cannot. Oh my gosh, we have been arguing about this for nearly 50 years. Wow. X-Men are stubborn. Tell me about it. Bathroom Geek Salad fans to Geek Salad episode 98, part 2, Days of Dinklage Past. That was a long wipe. Wasn't that it? was a really long wipe. Somebody yeah. Joe, are you feeling okay? Somebody dug in there real deep. Wow. Man. When you gotta go, you gotta go. I'm sorry I brought it up. God. <laughs> no, seriously, that, that, that's like when they had to call the police in to get Danny Glover off the toilet and uh, leave the weapon too. I'm too old for the. Oh, wait. Wait a second. I'm too old to take a shit. Oh, wait, yes, I just did that again. My legs are asleep, Riggs. My legs are asleep. What do you think I should do? Well, if you were Jewish, you'd know. <laughs> you made him sound like Jocko from the Energy. <laughs> that's, just my, that's just my standard go-to Australian accent. So anyway, we're going to continue our discussion about um, X-Men. Uh, we've taken a few weeks off again to unclog the toilet, and... Uh, yeah. Move on to... And see uh, Days of Future Past. We did finally see Days of Future Past too. We figured it would, it, we'd be remiss to just talk about it as a standalone thing. Right. So we're going to talk about the latter day movies. But first, Jim had another grandiose idea. Ding dong, another great idea from the people who brought you beer milkshakes. For um, this portion of the X-Men show, we are going to have the Mutant Draft. Yes, um, I thought we could draft mutants. You see, yeah. Um, in, in my, the parameters are, it'll be like you know a serpentine draft, the NFL, like just you know, go right round. No, 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 it goes. Like, Joe will be picking first. Yeah, one, two. You know, it'll be Joe. Then it's going to be Mike. Then it's going to be me. Then it's going to be Andy. Andy will pick a, a second time, and it'll be me, Mike, Joe. Oh, yeah, we, right. should, we should probably point out that um, Mike C is not joining us for this, this episode. Nope, I don't. I don't think you could come up with a, a clever name that had, that started in X. Hey, you just came back from a wedding in New Hampshire. That's okay, yes. And, so could, own. and still couldn't think of a clever name of a team yeah, yeah. beginning in X. Well, I thought that would go in without saying. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of the whole thing. So, um, shall I write these down? Yes, shall I scribe this? Yes. It see. can be either an X-Man or a villain. Yeah, it, it essentially is mutants. Because, let's be honest, with the movies... <clears throat> You just have to be a mutant. And we all have to choose one... Yeah, you, you got to take one scrub. What? How many are we going to do? Five? Team well, let's let see how it goes. Um, we've got four people here, so if we did five rounds, that would be 20. Yeah. Right? Yep. So maybe we'll see how that goes. And I mean, if you want, if you want to put the kibosh on, we can write up. All right. Well, I think five is, is, is perfect. Okay. All right. So uh, we will start with Joe. Joe. Mm-hmm. 
Quickly, can you think of the name of your ex-team? You Extinction. Extinction, okay. Extinction, okay. Now you have to defend every single choice you make in your... In this mutant draft here, okay? So you can't just pick a dude because he's cool. <laughs> that is a terrible reason. All right, my first choice is going to be Cyclops. Cyclops, why? Because he's a leader. He's got all the leadership qualities. You know, his, uh, he's got the experience that... He's probably the most experienced mutant out there, um, being one of the original members of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, and his optic blasts are just cool. All right. He's and, also the... Centerpiece of the entire X Men universe. Pretty much. Yeah. All right, Mike. What is your X team's name? Triple X. <laughs> okay. Oh, Located know. in the combat zone. <laughs> Located in uh, Vin Diesel's basement, where all his other movie bombs have gone to die. I, I was actually referring to the porno. Oh, okay. X-Men. All right. There we go. So, so we're back to the combat yeah, zone, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> This always comes back to porno with them. I know, huh? <laughs> What's your all right? Porno, porno, porno. <laughs> that might be the team, my team. <laughs> and uh, I, you know what? I'll go with Wolverine. Okay, why? Is you know, love him, hate him for how you know, how he's everywhere in the uh, Marvel universe. But the guy has got fighting skills. He's a he's a powerhouse. Yeah, and. He's a ninja. Well, Hell he's, yeah! Well, he's not really a ninja. Well, I guess he's a ninja. Is he? He is um, far and away the most popular X Man. Huh. He is oh, probably the third most popular Marvel superhero behind Spider Man and the Hulk. Yes, and the Hulk. I think he is more popular than the Hulk. Well, yeah. You think he's more popular than Iron Man? Yes. Oh yeah. Well, what about Iron Quasar? Iron Do you think he's more popular than Quasar? No, you got me there. Sorry. See? All right. But he's behind Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, that's true, too. All right, Jim. What's your team name? Extreme. Extreme? Extreme! Yeah. After, almost, this, after, after one of the worst X-Men of all time of the same <laughs> I was going to say it was uh, for your love of the uh, that Boston-based band from yeah. the uh, late okay. 90s. Hey, hey, Noodle Betancourt is from our hometown. Yes. Is he from Hudson? Yep. He's from Hudson, yes. See? Maybe you should, maybe next time you drive through Hudson, maybe you should have a little more respect. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as I'm driving through Hudson. No. <laughs> That's right. Quickly. <laughs> how many, instead of saying, how many pizza joints? <laughs> um, uh, Sorry I was, to all our friends who live in Hudson. My most important mutant is not an X-Man. All right. It Who's... is the Scarlet Witch. All right. Because the it, it her character... Changed the entire fabric of the Marvel Universe for the better part of a decade, starting with uh, Avengers Disassembled. All right, yeah. and went from there and went into the House of M, mm-hmm. and then that arc just ended. That whole arc because the, the whole No More Mutants thing that you yep. came out and said, yeah. and I don't know, four major X Men arcs were built around finding more mutants. Mm. Now, that bad for somebody who doesn't belong, hasn't belonged to, the, has not dealt with the X Men in. How many decades? She was never an X-Man. She no, was, no, no, she no, was she, a member of the Brotherhood. She, right, she exactly. was the primary villain in the first few and issues. She was, the, and she was an Avenger. She was, yeah. yeah, but I mean, she was. They were. She and her brother were, were very, very short time, and then they, yeah. yeah, they ended up going like the first Avengers. couple issues. And then. he was still in his green uniform. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess I, I would say she is. Um, I would argue she's in the last decade. She is the most important Marvel character, <laughs> hmm. even more so than Spider-Man. 
Oh yeah. I mean, well, yeah. That, or, Adam, or Adam Warlock. When you consider when you consider her powers to basically <laughs> manipulate reality. Well, I mean, it's just not even talking about her power. Just the way she just completely right. just they just took the whole universe and just turned it inside out because, because mm-hmm. of that story. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, my uh, ex team name is the Extra Spicy Chicken Tenders. <laughs> sneak, sneak. Um, so it's basically you just snoo- add to anything. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. If you, and if you throw out a snoogans, I'm going to come over there and slap you. Why would I ever say... Nobody in their right mind has ever says snoogans. Well, you said snick, snick. I'm like, okay, he's going to throw out a snoogans. Oh, yeah. Snick, snick, snoogan. <laughs> so um, I'm going with Magneto. All right. Because dude can control metal. Because dude, Magneto. <laughs> because he's Fossbender. Fossbender. Well, I say Fossbender helps. Fossbender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jim, if you cannot see Jim, did a... Uh, Full foot long with yeah. his, his fingers. Yeah, I meant because this is his acting ability. <laughs> what did you think? Good. These people are disgusting. Um, Slave owner, Nazi, Holocaust survivor. Yeah, I, uh, Holocaust survivor turned fascist. Exactly. No, I never saw that coming. He's seventy Just years stri- old and he's he's cut like a like a Greek god. Yep. <laughs> Destroyer of senators' uh, stadium. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they would have thanked everybody. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we were going to demolish that crap all. Thank you. Thank you, Magneto, for saving us. I would but... say he has been... It's not only that he's... You know, he controls magnetism. He's been the central core villain. Oh. He's either of the X-Men. Yeah. Back and forth. Back. I mean, at the beginning, before the story writing was, was sophisticated, he was just another... Yeah, it was just... Really, yeah. Let me ask you this. Who's the most important villain to the X-Men? Apocalypse or uh, Magneto? Magneto. Magneto. Well, the thing much. is, though, you can't even say he's a villain, though. No. He's, like, he's a protagonist, but he's not a villain because he's, he's an antagonist. He's been, I'm sorry, yeah, that's okay. you know what I mean. But right. um, he's been their ally just as often as he's been their enemy. Mm-hmm. Apocalypse is their enemy. I would, I would say Flat Mag- out. Magneto. I would, I would go with Apocalypse. Uh, among all their antagonists, among all their antagonists, <laughs> Magneto is the one that has had the most effect on them. Yeah, but Absolutely. he's had just as much effect on him as an ally as he did an enemy. Exactly. Right. Well, that, you know, that's what I meant. But no, I'm just talking who's the greatest enemy. Yeah. If you say who's the greatest enemy, it's Apocalypse. Who's the most, if, who is, who's more important to the whole X-Men arc? Magneto is. Yeah. yeah. All right, so. And then get... Arcade. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> like I said, before we went to go see Days of Futures Past, I can't wait for that movie to come out because Rupert Grint needs to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my uh, second pick, I am going to go with Rogue. Really? Yeah. All right. And d- don't just say because she absorbs powers and, and what's her face? Oh, you know, I mean, what's her face got a huge billing? You know, Anna Paquin got a big billing. She was in it for five seconds. She got t- she got billing over Ellen Page, and Ellen Page had lines in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? During, I mean, during the eighties, Rogue was a huge, huge Rogue. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. The Rogue yeah. is one of those characters that is really kind of the dark horse. X-Man in terms of the amount of influence and the amount of just just storylines where she was never really the central part but she figured into every single one of them including if you guys remember this the Heroes for Hunger yep. yeah. uh, issue from the, the mid 80s when you know we were all trying to help Ethiopia um, <laughs> how'd that go back in the day um, alright hold my hand <laughs> okay, but just the, char- the character alone in terms of I mean the power yeah the absorption of the powers the Kind of the split personality with her and Carol Danvers throughout the '80s and probably I think most of the '90s. Yeah, they've they've ended that. Though. Yeah, she doesn't um, have that anymore. 
She just makes her a fantastic character. I think they killed her. They Carol killed everybody. Carol Danvers? No, um, I'm no, wrong. See, I do the I do the Marvel on the, I do the Marvel Unlimited subscription, and that's about six months behind. And she's an uncanny Avenger now because after right, the Avengers, yeah. everybody's you know, going after Cyclops. Yeah, right. And I think she was killed. Huh? It was an epic. She looks like she gets disintegrated. I don't know for sure. I should probably look. But. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, make your pick first. Um, I had to go back and forth on this one. I would have to go with Colossus. Colossus. Ooh. And I say Colossus because um, every team needs their tank. Yes. And he is that. And he has been part of some very cool storylines because my second, well, one of my, well, I say my second, one of my absolute favorite characters is, is, is his sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like her, but I couldn't put her over. So, I, But Cyclops to me is like the face of, before even Wolverine, he was, to me he was the face of the X-Men. Well, he was supposed well, to be the centerpiece of Right, uh, well, you think with the second, the, one of them. what I considered like the second generation of X-Men, he, he played a big part. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They were going to rotate the franchise around him and Cyclops, but Wolverine just got too popular. Yeah. Because he was a rooski son of a bitch. <laughs> but they've done interesting things with him. He actually has the Juggernaut, or he recently had the Juggernaut's power. Oh, really? So he's more, they've actually given him more of an edge now. He's actually with Cable for X-Force, and they're an outlaw band. So okay. he used to be this goody-goody, you know, metallic guy running around. And now he's actually yeah he's got interesting. Yeah. He'll actually kill well, after him. well after he abandoned the X Men too to join Magneto during the Legacy uh, virus right. thing too. I mean that that really Which I think put an interesting him. spin yeah on the on the character too. Yeah. Which ended up killing him. Well, mm-hmm. of course he came back. They all do. All right, Mike. Um, I think I'll go with Beast. Beast. Oh, I like that. All right, that's a good choice. He's a he's a very multi-layered character. I mean, he's been he's always been one of the more stalwart members of of the X Men. Um, He is. Yeah, and I mean, every once in a while, he's he's an Avenger, but (laughs) but I mean, yeah, and also you know the whole the whole Dark Beast part. um, Oh yes. I mean, the whole duality of of that one made it made him rather interesting. So there you go. Right. Well, Dark Beast is supposed to be somebody different, I think. Well, yeah, but I mean, it was... I mean, it, it was almost like the Dark Side Beast, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay, my, uh, my second choice, my second pick is uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver, okay. And reason being is, um, one of my favorite comic book characters of all time is the Flash. <laughs> I can't pick the Flash, yeah. and I like speedsters. <laughs> I'm picking up Quicksilver. Simple as that. Actually, you know, he... He became very, very interesting after the uh, No More Mutants thing, when he lost his powers. Yeah, and he goes to the uh, Inhumans, he goes to the Terrigen Mists. Yeah. 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 And that actually, I thought that whole arc was, made him a little bit more interesting. Well, 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 the thing about Quicksilver, he's always been kind of an arrogant kind of... Oh, yeah. He's just like... Although he off, he likes his sister an awful lot, if you know what I mean. Well, the ultimate he does. The ultimate, that's only the ultimates. Full disclosure, ultimates don't count for anything. Unless it's Spider-Man. Not anymore. Not anymore, it doesn't. Well, right, I like Miles Morales. Hey, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his grape soda. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Joe, who's your next pick? Uh, Number three. Three. Warlock. Warlock. Really? Really. Warlock. 
in this modern age where everything's controlled by technology, you yeah. got to have somebody who can either control it, manipulate it, communicate with it. I think that's a, that's a very handy. You can't just rely on brute force and you know. No, I got you. So I'm gonna be slipping, and I can't get over how this character's slipping. But go ahead. <laughs> Um, Unless Joe was, you know, done. you're done, Joe. No, I'm not saying. All right, great. All right, my number three. You know, Jean Grey. Jean Grey, okay. So I thought was kind of surprising, <laughs> slipping a little bit. No, oh. it's it's still to this day the quintessential X Men arc. Absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's one of the main reasons. So, I mean, when it comes to sure, like the sheer telepathic power. You'll, you'll be hard pressed to find someone that can top Jean Grey besides you know, Professor, Professor X. X. Yeah. Xavier. Uh, I said besides Professor X. Xavier. Xavier. No, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. But the whole thing, I mean, it's not even the power that it, it's more of her contribution to the story. Yeah. There. You know, and, the, and she was kind of the Betty and Veronica in the 60s. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, say, she's a hot dame. Okay, that's where, the where it that's was the uh, Slim Summers in uh, <laughs> Slim Summers going out with him. <laughs> and uh, every every now and then you date him. Stay out of Riverdale. <laughs> every now and then now, we're, going, now we're moving up to the 50s, Jimmy. Got, yeah, I'm trying really hard. You see Professor X just kind of looking at her with daddy eyes. You ever see? You ever read the uh, old comic books of the? Oh yeah, of the oh X-Men, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they go to the jazz clubs, yeah, and snap their fingers. And... <laughs> I mean, now they'd be going to a club and taking X, and you yes. <laughs> and Beast would be up yes. on the stage. He is one cool poetry. cat. Wow, yowza! He's a daddy. No, back then he'd be hip cat. He's a hip cat. <laughs> hey, pass me over some of that reefer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, she had two of them. She, I mean, you know what's funny? If you look at her character, she's. You, when you think of the X Men, you think of Storm. Yeah. I don't think of Halle Berry. No. No. <clears throat> but I, nobody does. But if you really Not think about it, she a lot of the she doesn't have a lot of. She's always a very strong supporting character. She's never yep. no. the main no. piece of the. the and the only time they ever did make her when she lost her powers. when she lost her powers, and that was kind of stupid. Yeah, right. Yeah, because then they had her running around with a bow staff, whacking people. <laughs> okay, comes a juggernaut, stands off with the stick. Yeah, mohawk and leather vest. Well, she did the mohawk thing. That was in. That was in the mid eighties. That was the mid eighties. Yeah. yeah, when she was leader of the Morlocks. Yeah, somebody saw Wendy O. Williams and went, "Hey, I have there we go." <laughs> Could have been worse. They could have uh, looked at uh, what's her name from uh, uh, Conan. Uh, oh, 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 Grace oh. Jones. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, they're awful. But I always thought they made good choices with her, like with, what they did with her character. Yeah, they never killed her off. I don't think they've ever killed her no. off. No, you're right. They haven't um, killed her um, off. She's never really turned heel. I use he. I use wrestling terminology. Yeah, that's fine. Time. She's never really turned bad. Uh, but they do like smart things, like they had her married to the Black Panther for a right. while, you know. That was kind of, so they could kind of morph her into an Avenger for a while, right? Exactly. That was pretty much during the whole Civil War thing, right? She's yeah. not married to him anymore. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was so sad. Actually, actually, for a while, she and Forge had a thing going. That's true. Yes, yeah, she did. I don't know if they're doing the Ross and Rachel and just being—they're on a break. <laughs> God damn, you can't put these things. No, in like, seriously. <laughs> I got this truly delicious. We're left with hermits now. All right, so for um, my third pick, I'm going with Psylocke. All right, all right. 
Um, have you been drinking too much? No. <laughs> Honestly, oh, no, I, you know, I was thinking of somebody else. All right. I, I, I have to take a cipher for some reason. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to Joe's thing about in this world of technology, I need somebody who can uh, you know try to rationalize with an alien an alien race like um. Como esta? Donde es biblioteca? No, I mean, Psylocke is, you know, just like Jean Grey, a very powerful telepath, but she's... She's also a ninja. She's also, well, right. she's now she's a ninja got, because, well, she you was, know, when she was, she was kind of like a foppy English girl. She's got around. Yeah. But yeah. she, um, she's someone who just doesn't more doesn't have any qualms to violently use her powers. No, no, like no, she does the, not. The she's in, she is an X Force. Yes. She's supposed to be it's the clandestine assassin. The spec yeah. ops. Was, wasn't she in the hand for a bit? Probably everybody was in the hand. I think Joe was in the hand. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> What's this mask doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't bite down on the thing. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Damn it. Alright, so um my fourth pick. Oh, jeez. I think it's pretty obvious. Well, yeah. I mean, brew. Uh, no. Um, Toad? No, actually, you Bob know what? Herman. <laughs> I'm going to go with Sunspot for my fourth pick, because just like Jim said, you need a uh, you need a tank. In Sunspot's the, uh, a tank? Sun, well, Sunspot derives his power from the sun and is very, 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 very strong. But does he absorb damage? What's his, his, he's his, not, what's he's his not hit points? He's not a tank. No, not, not to the extent that Colossus what's, is. But what's no. his HP? <laughs> Damn it. Well, I can walk apart. <laughs> well, no, hey, in the TSR the Marvel Superheroes game, <laughs> his phase rip was this. Hey, let's put this whole game up, this role-playing game up for everybody, and not make any modules. Yeah. Sorry! <laughs> Psych! They made like two modules. They made two modules. They're fucking awful. One of them was arcade. What does that tell you? (laughs) Psych! Hey, man, they're sitting around drinking. Hey, let's do arcade. (laughs) Are you all set? I am all set. Jim, what's your fourth pick? Apocalypse. Apocalypse? Oh, good lord. I'm not even thinking about Apocalypse yet. It's gotta be Apocalypse. He is the villain. Okay. Well, I'm not not like Mm -hmm. Andy, who's Captain Spoiler. Well, that he's the alpha alpha mutant. Yeah. Did you ever ruin it for people at the end of Empire Strikes Back? No, I didn't. I think you did. He's the one that's walking out of the theater and everybody's in line. Can you believe he was his father? <laughs> he's off the wrong dead. Shut up, man. <laughs> um, I like Apocalypse. I think, and, and this is just because I like him. It's not because he's super powerful or he's. Yeah, um, I think I like I. Think he's got a cool background where you know the whole strongest he needs to you know the strongest survives. I love the four horsemen. They always had yeah. this cool you know even they had sunfire for a little while. Now <laughs> they've got a Confederate soldier who's famine I think and he drums. It's like he drums and all of a sudden you have diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing like getting the, the drums of the get the runs. <laughs> What's your power? I give Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> the runs of Navarone. Oh, you're just... <laughs> but I, I, I think Apocalypse is very cool, and it looks like he'll be showing up in a movie at some point. Yes, he will. Yes, the next one. I didn't want him. Well, they've already announced the next one's called X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> they didn't announce it. They pulled it back. No, no, they didn't announce it. What is wrong with they you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> he was the guy walking out with Andy on the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> 
You only bring two. Or when I walked out of J, uh, when we walked out of JFK, I'm like, I can't believe they shot the president in that movie. <laughs> oh man! Can you believe the Titanic sunk? <laughs> what about that Lincoln? <laughs> and actually, no vampires in Lincoln. Uh, wait, no. Mike, wait, what's your? Who's your number four? Uh, cipher. <laughs> um. I think we're all leaving our scrubs till the fifth. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You shouldn't want to pick extreme who has like every '90s stereotype <laughs> throwing up at the out of the pages. Well, you? you know, I could choose Dazzler, but I'm not going to. Oh, I'm going to uh, use the powers of Third Eye Blind. <laughs> she drives me crazy. Um, you're not getting the hint at all, are you? No, I get it. No oh, good. Um, you know, I think I should go with Mystique. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, Because yeah. I mean, the ultimate sabot- the ultimate um, infiltrator, the ult- ultimate saboteur. She's got mad fighting skills. Well, she they've improved since they, since she first around. Since she went to John Kreese's Cobra Kai studio, <laughs> <laughs> things are on the up for Mystique. Well, you know what? I, I I'm with you. You know what I really like about her though is you still don't know everything about her. No. Right. Get the name. Mystique. Mystique or mysterious. And, I mean, she, she's she's never been on the X Men. Yes, she has. Oh, she has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody has. But she she's never been. Andy was. He was Mister Bigfoot. Yeah, she was like kick people with his giant feet. She's never been like a full good guy, but she's also never been like a full bad guy. Well, they they, they were going through the in the like the early two thousands. They were putting. Like they put saber tooth in for a little while. Yeah. They yeah. put saber tooth. No, but I mean, like, no. like um, when when she like when she reformed the Brotherhood right. on her own, they were government enforcers. Right. Um, Under Peter Gyrich, I think. Exactly. So I mean, she's, did I pronounce it right? I think she's so. always kind of had her own agenda that's never been fully revealed. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. You don't know a lot about her. Yeah. You know, so you, you find out that in some timeline she had a kid with Wolverine who's right. like this. <laughs> Blue Wolverine with claws who can shape <laughs> And she may. That took a lot of imagination. She may or may not be. Um, Nightcrawler's, Nightcrawler's mother. mother. Yeah, and she was considered oh, but they rogues. Were, they've, always played, yeah, they've always played with that kind of since God yeah. knows how long. She but, is generally a villain. Yeah. Every but, once in a while, she kind of. She's a villain, but she's got all those layers to her where I, I just. She had, like you said, she has an agenda. Yeah. You just don't know what it is. Oh. Never do. Not like the toad. You're right. It oh. just flies. Yeah. Oh, puck. Is he a mutant? No. no. What's your power? I'm short. He's a mutate. <laughs> All right, Joe. All right, for my fourth pick is Rachel Gray. Rachel Gray, okay. Hmm. Fair enough. All the powers of Jean Gray and the Phoenix without the murderous homicidal tendencies. And the rat tail. Don't forget the rat the tail. tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she was rocking that rat tail. Oh, just well, the spikes. Don't forget the spiked. Uh, they really like their red, they really like their red hair. Yeah. Let's have the, the wolf girl turn into a, she's a redhead. Oh, she's from Scotland. She's got to be a redhead. Oh, Bagara. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> my goodness. Anything else to say about Rachel Gray before we move no. on to your final picture? And my final pick. I think we all saw this coming, but since script. I picked up Warlock, Cipher. Yeah. Um, you're lo- you, well, you combine them, but you got you can't have warlock without cipher. Warlock is useless without cipher. But the fight, that, like it's like when do you ever need cipher? I'm having real trouble with my. This is he's a, that's why he's a scrub. That's why he's my scrub. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, my scrub. I've known this ever since we announced it. My scrub is Jubilee. Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've always had a soft spot in my heart for a Jubilee, mainly because 
my real kind of introduction to the X-Men was the X-Men cartoon of the 90s. Yeah. And she was, she was like the first one you see in that. She was, she was fabulous. She was introduced to, I mean, you, she was the main one that you kind of follow through the, through the episodes. She, well, yeah, her powers Well, Kitty Pride got too old. They need another yeah, exactly. teenage yeah, girl that Wolverine can hang around. I mean, her powers have never been great, but... Yeah, that doesn't look she, I, think, I think she's got a decent they, person. They changed her. Yeah, she's a vampire. Now she's a vampire. Yeah. So she of was, course. Because she lost her powers on M-Day. Yeah. Yep. And now she's a vampire. Yeah. Which but they can't a, put her anywhere near Sunfire. She's a good vampire, though. <laughs> yeah, that always works out well. <laughs> um, so i got to pick a scrub, huh? Yep. Go for a scrub. You know who my favorite one was? Who? The Vanisher. <laughs> <laughs> He can, he can, he, he can, can vanish. He can vanish. The it's, it's like, it's like X Men Three or something yeah. like that. And it's like, I'm here. You know, he shows up at like the Pentagon. It's he's dressed like like a snake. Okay, he's yeah. like yeah. This, this cobra hood. He comes up, he just pulls out a gun. He goes, everybody, I'm going to be stealing every, you know, all of your, yeah, all of your money. And he disappears, and I'll call him the goofy Keystone Cops. Like, whoa, whoa, what, 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 Goes into the safe, comes back with one bag of money. Yep. In, you know, Fort Knox, wherever the heck he was. <laughs> comes back, he's like, ha ha, there's nothing you can do, I'm unstoppable. And they're like, wow, and he blinks away. Was there a dollar sign on that bag, <laughs> by the way? Of course there was a dollar sign. <laughs> I, I think that of course, was, this is Brett Ratner. That was Uncanny X-Men number two. Oh, you're right. That was the second villain he, that the X-Men ever faced. All a cop could have just punched him. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have been it for the Banisher. The X-Men, all five of them, have trouble with him. Yes. Professor <laughs> X could have just shut him down. Just shut his brain down. I think, I think he's just still around, around actually. He is. <laughs> they just rub out all but you know what they did? All the dumb... Goofy heroes that they came up with in the sixties that they bring back—they're all morons. Toad is the janitor for the Wolverine, you know, the Wolverines version of the X. Yeah, yeah. he's the janitor. Uh-huh. <laughs> they make Vanisher was a boob. Well, yeah, we knew that already. Isn't that, all right, isn't that a pity job? So I guess it's up to me to come up with the last one. Now, there are so many scrubs. I mean, I could go with Unis the Untouchable. <laughs> I could go with Mimic. Who is great unless he actually comes up against anything deadly? Oh, like, I'm absorbing the host powers and up. As if Sean didn't hit you before, and now he really. Oh, hurts yeah. You yeah. He loves me. But I gotta go with Skids. Can I just ask a question? Yeah. What would happen if the mimic came up against Poop Man? It's Sphinctorus, the feces monster. Oh, this is getting corny now. Oh, boom. <laughs> No, I gotta go with Skids. Well, first of all, because of the name. Skids was. Put your underwear on. (laughs) Skids was one of the rescue cases from the from X Factor. She was like the second kid that they rescued. She was a Morlock that couldn't be transformed by a mask because her her mutant power was that you couldn't touch her. So she's like MC Hammer. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) She would write raps about how awesome she was, (laughs) stealing other people's music to sing over it. Have a gigantic entourage pay for everything and not be flat broke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but just because skids. Skids. Just because the name. Yeah. So anyway, so um let's sort of wrap up these teams before we move on to the movies. So Joe, uh, Team Extinction, Cyclops, Quicksilver, Warlock, Rachel Gray, and Cypher. Yep. Mike, Wolverine, Beast, Jean Grey, Mystique, and Jubilee. You didn't say my team name. Oh, I'm sorry, Triple X. <laughs> Jim, Team Extreme 
There you go. <laughs> Scarlet Witch, Colossus, Storm, Apocalypse, and Vanisher. And then I had uh, Team Extra Spicy Chicken Tenders. Uh, that would be Magneto, Rogue, Psylocke, Sunspot, and Skids. Mm. Now we're going to pull out the Marvel uh, the Marvel Super Heroes game, and let's roll this out and see who wins. <laughs> wow, <What's> Skids won! <laughs> All, All right, Cypher, give me a 20 for courage. Give me a 20 for courage. <laughs> that wasn't one of their things. It was like, it was it fighting agility... Uh, strength. We, we know what it was. If Endurance. You, if you were Daredevil and Galactus showed up in Hell's Kitchen, yep. go buy Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I, I guess you know in the comic books you wouldn't have a right. chance because they they did they were kind of smart in that that I, I played. Yeah, you're not going to see in the comic books. You're not going to see Galactus go up and no, go to Hell's what, Kitchen. They, they, like the street level guys. Like if if he shows up, the Kung Fu Danny Rand boy, <laughs> <laughs> Power Fist, we need you. Yeah. Well, he has a power. Master yeah. of Kung Fu, we need you. I have like, sho- <laughs> like 90 guys who know Kung Fu. <laughs> but I shoved my hand up a dragon's ass. I should be I should be front and center here. And none of them would teach Spider-Man how to fight. Yep. Shut up, Dragon Poof. <laughs> Alright, so let's recap some of the la- the latter-day movies, uh, Beyond X3, directed by directed by Brett Ratner. Mm, not anymore. Nope. So, um, let's start with X-Men Origins Wolverine from 2009. Uh, God, um, what a... You know, oh, what a the, first half, the first half wasn't bad. Where it was just following that, you know, Wolverine... No. in that movie. Okay, the, the only redeeming value that X-Men Origins has, Wolverine, is that, is that Sabretooth is actually a smart, cunning villain. Lee Shriver did yes. redeem the character. Yeah, yeah. From the from the original but, X-Men. No, no. I mean, I, I like the way he played it. He, but I, but I he, like Sabretooth as a brute. He's right. a good foil for for Wolverine, who was supposed to be the smart cunning fighter. Right. But they gave him. I think they gave him a good backstory that hey, these guys have always had history throughout their entire lives. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 and they, there's they, a reason for the animosity. Right. Right. And, and it's loosely based on the comic book. Right. The origin, the Wolverine origin comic book. But very that, loosely based. But no, beyond that, they're, all, I mean, they're all loosely based. You, you ask any Deadpool fan about yeah. X-Men Origins, and Why they will flay right Fuck that there. movie. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. If you, if you take out like the whole part where he becomes Weapon, 11, weapon X. Weapon X. Yeah, I mean, he... He, did, he did as well as that movie would allow him to do. Because he was... He did have a mouth on him. You can't make chicken salad out of chicken, chicken shit. Yes. No. Can't do it. No. But the other assortment of mutants. I can make lights go glow. My mutant power is guns. The, I'm the blob, but I'm not very fat. No, it was a fat suit. They couldn't even hire a fat actor. They actually had to put a poorly constructed fat suit. Well, the like, boss like, hog is dead. Yeah. You know, you know what it's like those sumo suits you see at the, uh, at the <laughs> bar on Saturday night. Well, because the whole Should thing just is, he started skinny and then he had to be fat, so yep. we had to give him a fat suit. Which, because yeah. I mean, you know, that works with every, uh, so many every Martin, um, Martin Lawrence movie. Look, I mean, I'm all, I'm all for uh, for comic book movies giving fan service and everything, and dropping you know like little hey you know yep. this is only here's your Easter egg, right? But they just try to cram every name mutant into this Gambit, movie. Gambit. Like you said, uh, and does Gambit do Law? anything in that movie other than show up, 
light up a couple of cards, and show up at the end. That's all Gambit does in the X-Men. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the special effects on that were... Poopy? Were, you know... Crap. Pathetic to meh out the whole way. I mean, him chopping up that fire escape was one of the worst effects <laughs> I have seen in my life. And I've seen Plan 9 from Outer Space. And you've seen Bucko Rubanza. Yeah. No, I haven't, actually. Really? Really? Yeah, well, that um, me to the core. Well, it was interesting on um, Everything Wrong With, they did X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> How long is that one? Seven hours? <laughs> <laughs> and they keep showing him, like, they're showing him in, in clips with the bone claws, and then that first shot of him with the, with the adamantium claws, like, there was no possible way that these claws became those claws. <laughs> right, they, yeah, they were perfectly they were, sculpted. They were, per- they were flat, yeah. they were long. You yeah, know. They didn't, like, Nor would the these things fit in his forearm. <laughs> well, they're supposed to go all the way up his... Up, to, up his forearm, up to, up to about the elbow. Well, they collapse. I don't know, I'm trying to be... Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm failing miserably. <laughs> it's crap. You're trying to justify it. It, it really is, there's no justification. Yeah, it's like they took and said, okay... Let's pick some... Okay, we have Wolverine. We need Wolverine. Let's take 40 Marvel heroes, throw them in a bag, pick out 10, and try to come up with a horrible storyline. Oh, by the way, I owe Will I Am a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take the awesome uh, X-Men Origins com- comic book Wolverine. Wolverine Origins. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And comic let's just book. completely rip everything that's good out of it, and let's leave the rest. I think it's one of the highest-selling Marvel comic book ever, stories ever, of yeah. all time because you finally figure out. Well, you know what? Get his name because after House of M, yeah, after oh, yeah, she says he, it, he, remembers. he starts remembering everything. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, that was, that, I mean, one of the twists, the best twist, was in the end of that first issue where you, you know, all along you think it was um, like Logan. Was Wolverine? Yeah. But then Thomas, the claws came out popped James out. Oh, James Schiller. Yeah, James, yeah. James Howlett. Howlett, yeah. And the claws came out like, whoa. Yeah, the wimpy, sickly kid. Yeah. And you think in the guy who, who I think is Sabretooth. Um, they never say They that. never really well, get into that. Kind of, it's always been assumed. It's yeah. Sabretooth. It's uh. a, they're supposed to be... That's He's his yeah. arch nemesis. They Sabretooth. never come out and say it, but it's there's been enough implications. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason why you own this movie is if if it's for completion's sake only. Right. That's what the only reason I own it. Uh, you know what? Even I don't. I know. don't have X Men Three. I don't have. X-Men. I don't. I, I, I haven't even watched X Three, and I don't have. I have. I have that one for completion's sake, sake, and then I didn't. I at that point, then I had a mortgage and a you know children, so. I I don't own Origins. I, I watched it in theaters. I bought the DVD, but I've never watched it. I don't think I know. You know, the only reason why you buy that DVD though is if there's any extras. And the I, I'll be honest, the extras on X Men movies suck. Oh yeah, they never do a full retrospective thing. Like in all honesty, the best Iron Man, Iron Man is good, fantastic. Daredevil is the best retrospective I've ever seen on a superhero movie. For such a shitty movie, Were you taking the marijuana? Huh? No, no. It's just it's it's done by the by the guys who wrote and drew. A comic book going Frank all the way back to the sixties. Yeah, did Miller doing it? Yeah, no, it was. It was you mean, it out Daredevil in his yellow outfit. Yep. And the reason why we did that was we did we just didn't think about it at the time. Thanks, Stan. Thanks, Stan. Excelsior. Go back to sleep, Stan. Well, hey, Spider Man's original outfit was supposed to be black and red. So. True. Oh. Well, there is a one character like the twenty ninety nine character is black and red, isn't he? It's blue and red. I think we're getting off the subject. Yeah, we are completely getting off the subject. Never happened. No. 
All right, so moving on. To you never go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> 2011, X Men First Class. Hank, these are the special new recruits I was telling you about. This is Hank McCoy. How wonderful. Another mutant already here. Why didn't you say? Say what? Because you don't know. I am so, so terribly sorry. Hank? You didn't ask, so I didn't tell. Could that hands is... down be one of the best, not only X Men movies, one of the best superhero movies I'm... released? Mm. I... I, and I'll say, out of there was a dearth of 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 superhero movies released in 2011. This was the best one. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was better than Captain America, better than Thor, and you know the only thing that came close was Green Lantern. But uh, oh, I hope you, I hope you. He's kidding. Oh, oh my god, he's never even. You never even see. Have you seen it? Yeah, Mike and I saw it in 3D. Yeah, we were the only ones in the theater. So during the entire movie, I'm like, Daddy issues. I, I think that was my birthday present from you. No, it, no, it wasn't. Okay, no, that was the afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thor was my birthday present oh, to you. Right. Yeah, yes, was, you get yes. a good movie for your birthday. <laughs> no, Green Lantern was like a, you know, we kind of kind of we have to see this for the show. Yeah. You know what would have been funny? Just to see uh, Peter Skarsgård's head just fall over. It's, like, it's too heavy. It's just too I'll get to you in a... I'll kill you in a second, Hal. Oh, jeez. Dropped. All right. We'll crawl anyway. out of the rabbit hole. Yeah, all right. Crawl out. First class. I mean, when when they first announced it, and a lot of the stuff they had going on... You and it, I were one of them, by the way. I thought it was one of the on stupidest it. ideas ever. But it was, I, I think but it was the final trailer. It was that final trailer that was like, it might be okay. You have the chance to become part of something much bigger than yourself. What do you know about me? Everything. A new species is being born. Help me guide it. Shape it. Well, you know what? It needed to be done. It had to be done. It had to be done. They had to reboot it. Well, after X three and after Origins, everybody's well, like, "Do you know what this why? came about? This came about because originally they were going to do two Origins movies because X three was Magneto. such yeah, horseshit that yeah, it was going to be um, X Men Origins Magneto, right? And it just morphed into First Class, and it just it worked. Yeah, yeah. there's it, one yeah. word why that movie is is awesome as it is. Do you know what oh, that word is? Fastbender. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm going to put my, my my hands out twelve inches. Fastbender. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps doing that. <laughs> I, I would say Fastbender and McAvoy. Absolutely. I, I Listen to me very carefully, my friend. Killing will not bring you peace. Peace was never an option. McAvoy was first in class. January Jones. <laughs> Come on, you gotta admit, she looks the part. Oh, she, she absolutely looks the part. She absolutely looks the part. She just doesn't play it properly. <laughs> At all. You know what the funny thing is? From that point on, I began to like even disdain her acting on Mad Men. It's like, oh, you were just a terrible. Well, you know what though, she's, she's, she's in Mad Men. Well, no, but you know what, they, they relegate her down to a bit player. Yeah, she's she's, she's, she's her. She's got no story whatsoever going. But on. she gets she gets billing over Christina Hendricks. That's Somehow. true. I don't know how. The same. Anyways, well, considering who'd be more buoyant, and you would think it'd be Christina. They, they couldn't. They, they couldn't, had to go there. Yes, they I did. They couldn't have give up, given a better. The movie to a better director than Matthew Vaughn for that case. No, absolutely no, he, not. I he, thought he it was perfect. Everything, I know everything about that movie just 
Singer what, produced it, though, play. right? Yes. All right, Singer produced it. Matthew Vaughn dire- uh, directed it. I guess I guess they originally wanted Matthew Vaughn to direct X3, but he he couldn't do it. That's right. So they gave it to Ratner instead. They gave it to director? Brett Ratner? <laughs> <laughs> question mark. Big question mark. Yeah. Uh, quote, unquote, director. And I honestly, you know, with, with the exclusion of Darwin, I thought that the team that they picked for it was pretty good. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, black guy has to die first. <laughs> Where Jim and I are sitting there watching, it's like, yep, figures, black guy dies first. <laughs> Darwin's a dumb character. Darwin is a dumb character. Isn't Darwin part of the first team that got sent in to try to rescue the X-Men? Yes, yes, yeah. yes he is. Like, but It's just such a stupid power. It's like, I'm sitting on a toilet bowl, and he turns into toilet paper. Like, oh, I've adapted! Wipe away, sir! <laughs> but I, I love Havoc. I've always loved Havoc as a character. I was glad to see him in the movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know what's funny? When I first heard about it, they were saying there's going to be no Cyclops. Like, all right, wait a minute, time out. Yep. He, I mean, he is the quintessential X Man. Yeah. It has to start with him, and it worked. And yeah, I no, couldn't no, believe no, that. No, it and you had said this and on the last show. They even made Banshee work. You had said that's this is hard. hard. Well, Jimmy, that's, that's, that's hard. They made part it work. One, that they'd gone so far off the rails, it didn't matter who ended up where. That's like Iceman. Iceman was was going to be. I mean, come on, when when Banshee's underwater and he lets out that scream at the sub. I mean, come on, that would be cool. God, I mean, when you're called a poor man's <laughs> Rupert Grint, <laughs> you're screwed. <laughs> that kid, he's the poor man's Rupert yeah. Grint. Could you see yeah. Rupert Grint playing that part? Hey, I gotta say, I loved Kevin Bacon in that movie. Yeah, you know, it's funny, when you told me he was Sebastian Shaw, Yeah, I said, Sebastian, was that good? That, that was, was very nice. nice. I was a little, eh, about it. But they made the character completely different than the comic book. Right. I mean, yeah. he's completely, but it worked. Absolutely. You know what it was? You have to watch this movie. I mean, and I'm an X-Man fan, obviously. Um, but you, if you can watch it through the eye, through the lens of this is not based on the... This is so loosely based on the comic books. It's just the characters. You understand it's a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. You've got everything you, you kind of have, you you have to leave your fanboy at the door a little right. bit. But then again, with all the X-Men movies, you've had to do that. And it, it, like, I, I'm a huge X-Men fan, too. And I loved X2. Yeah. And X two is so far off the rails that you know it doesn't matter. It just comes to a point. It doesn't well, I don't matter. Want to be, I don't want it to be no. page for page. Right. No. You know, I mean, there's a lot of dumb things. God, you know, <laughs> can you imagine? The, you know, Days of Future Past. Who are they going to cast for Franklin Richards? You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You know, a blonde guy. What? what? Zach Efron. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's playing some Mariner. Get it right. Boy, Zach. <laughs> Gotta eat, huh, kid? Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually well, Neighbors did pretty well, so... Are they actually... Is it Greenlit? Are they doing it? What? Submariner? Submariner? No, no. No, they're still in sauce. Well, at last time... Submariner is owned by Universal. No. Not no, anymore. I heard it reverted no, back to Marvel. Yep. Finally? Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, but I've actually Hello, heard, fantastic. I've actually form. heard rumors that Zach Efron is... Uh, Marvel is eyeing him for, eyeing him for someone. Ooh, they don't know yet. They don't know. Right. The speculation is... We have a new superhero, Hot Frat Boy. Doctor Strange. No, no, no. has to be Johnny Depp. No, actually, no, no, no. He would Pace. It was... No, they said this... No, no. Oh, Lee Pace would work. Not Lee Pace. The other one from the Hobbit movies. Elijah Wood. No, Luke Evans. It's Luke Evans. It's Luke Evans. Oh, my. He's fired. I like Lee Pace. Lee Pace would be good. Lee Pace would be good. I like... Pace Salsa. <laughs> New York City! <laughs> no, Lee Pace would yeah. work. No, you have to have kind of a foppy... Because Doctor Strange is a turd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Doctor Strange. Right. Well, Matt, you know what he is? He's yeah. Captain Jack. 
with all with all, with the Hokal powers. No, could you see him with like a Fu? You could see you could see Johnny Depp being the Fu Manchu. He would be like you know who would do, would do a really nice job directing a Doctor Strange movie. Tim Burton. Burton, of course, Burton, because you have like these weird demons and bards <laughs> and stuff running so, around. But, wow! So you, can you so you have music by Danny Tim Burton directing Johnny Depp. But can you see Tim Burton directing a Marvel movie though? No, no, no. Because you have to keep within the Marvel universe. Considering the trouble they're considering the trouble they're having with Ant Man right now. Do you know why? And I explained this to Mike. Ant-Man is stupid. A baby could kill Ant-Man. A baby could step on Ant-Man and kill him. And the only reason why this one likes him is because it's Paul Rudd. That's it. Ant-Man is terrible. What a dumb superhero that right. is. Well, it is scientifically proven that Paul Rudd does make every movie he's in better. First class. All right, anyway, first class. First class. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're real. Like, like the X-Men movies, we're going off the rails. Um, there isn't a whole lot I changed about this movie. I... I did find it a little questionable about how uh, Zoe Kravitz as Angel um, like really managed to turn on a dime. It's like, eh, we're screwed. All right, she, I'm she going was through. Angel. She was more like a, a pixie. She, no, I think that was actually the character's name was Pixie, but for some reason they went with Angel because they never actually named um, the Ward, piercing dude no, from Warren uh, Foster. Ward, 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 yeah, from Ward, from Ben Foster. Didn't take anybody's list, by the way. Just, mm. just saying. That was an um, I might have chosen Joseph Archangel, but not Angel. Anyway. Well, Archangel had some power. Archangel does have some power. Glory doesn't. Yeah. No, no, not anymore. And Blue and have wings. Yay. Um, Metal wings. First Class, by the way, has been showing up like crazy on uh, FX lately. And I, it has. I, I always I get it at the same goddamn scene. No matter what time of day it's on, I just turn it on and it's right when um, Xavier gets shot in the spine. Yep. It's like, oh, come on! Every, every time! Well, I mean, let's, let's face it. FX, when they get the rights for a movie, they get the rights to the movie. Andy, would you rather that or would you rather the scene where Jeff Buckley in, um, what's the movie? Roadhouse says his name is Dalton. That's the one I always thought. Roadhouse. <laughs> I know, I'm a jerk. I'm making fun of a blind dude. He's dead, by the way. What? He's dead. <gasps> yep. Oh. Hell time, baby! Uh, you, are going, you are going to hell, Jim. I'm taking the express. I'm not even waiting in line. <laughs> I'm going right down. You're driving. Alright, so moving on to um, the final of the pre-release movies before we get into our review. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought really, it was good. really good. Really good. I, well, I'll, no, you know what? I'll say I thought it was it was way better than I thought it was going to go in when I, than it wasn't when I was going to go in. I thought it was going to be like uh, it's going to be like somewhat a little bit better than Origins, but it's more like eh. I thought it was decent until like the last maybe like half hour, twenty minutes, half hour. I thought the ending was the weakest part. The stuff of the Silver Samurai was no. You know what? Actually, the weak link in that movie was Viper. Yes, completely the weak link in that movie. Yeah. It just. To shoehorn another mutant in there, even though oh, she is an integral yeah, part to that story. Yeah, I was going to say, she's a big part of that whole Wolverine in Japan yeah, story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just like when the Brady Bunch go to... To Hawaii. To Hawaii. To the price. price. Yeah. I mean, really, I think the only weakness in the movie was that they projected the ending so far ahead. You knew who the Silver Samurai was, right? Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, I know. Gee, I wonder who's the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> Mr. Withers, the owner of the Haunted Amusement Park. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten away with it for one of you darn kids. <laughs> well, there was that, that scene in the beginning, though, where the old man is, like, sitting on that bed with, like, the 
the things and everything wrong with like no way is this comfortable oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> wait a second what about radiation fallout <laughs> dude you should be considering yourself lucky you're still alive no, you should have cooked <laughs> um, I liked it because it's one of my favorite Marvel it's loosely again loosely loosely based on very loosely the Wolverine miniseries that Andy and I would be like Carl Lewis running down Central Street in Hudson waiting the, for the next second episode. that next issue that came out we running that down there. you know what Hugh Jackman is no, he owns, the quintessential Wolverine he owns the role and it, you know a lot of people were upset because he's too tall Tom Cruise oh, you know, Glenn Danzig Danzig <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? We'll have Johnny Rotten be psychotic. <laughs> I think people have managed to overlook that he's tall. Yeah, no, no. He he, he, he does a good role. job. He owns the part. He's game to show up for stuff. Like, oh, for he's going back to first class. You know, he was game to show I up for one season. I think he's a fan of the universe. I think yeah. he's a fan of it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. you know what? And, and he's even said he'd, he'd be willing to come back to do like Old Man Logan. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, if he wants to retire in a couple movies, you know, I'd say just let him. But, but you know, he'll, 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 he'll do like cameos and stuff. He'd be happy. He'd probably be exactly. Happy to do cameos, That's the thing. Do you really think you could recast that role? Well, you yes. Zach Efron. No, Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sabretooth, you, you got a little, uh, a little nug, you know, maybe a little. Uh, it wouldn't work, guys, but he wouldn't like it because Wolverine can't get high because of his healing factor. You know, Zach Efron wouldn't be bad. Yes, he would. Oh, all my jokes would. aside, yeah. no jokes. <laughs> yeah, all your jokes aside, he would get make what a little bit more gruff, and I think he could pull it off. I but here's I, the thing, I, though. Did you he take could. a marijuana before you came here? No, Mike. You, you, here's you the thing. Just, you you got to forecast out at least ten years before they would even think of recasting. I that. think the person who played I think the, the next Wolverine. You don't even know who it is. Exactly. Right. It's like, well, back in in 99 when they cast the role. Originally, it was Dugray Scott. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm Lord. sorry, I got I, I got to do Mission Impossible 2. I'm going to turn down the role of a lifetime. He didn't turn it down. He was going to do it. In that stupid motorcycle scene, yeah. he broke his collar. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, because uh, they, they, they got like a he was he week of filming of him done, and then he pulled out. Wolverine with bad teeth. Boy, that works. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I agree with Jim. It's gonna be someone you've never heard never of. Never heard of. That's because they do a nice job at that. Well, they both, Fringe they, guys. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's that's the entire thing with the Marvel universe in, in and of itself. They never go with the obvious choice. No. Well, no. I mean, they don't go with the obvious choice, but they do a nice job selecting. It's like absolutely yeah. okay when they select you. Like okay, when they yeah, I can see it. I can see the guy. You see, he fits the part. Yeah, well, but, but when you say like it's nobody you'd expect, it's like, well, who's Gene Gray? Phyllis Diller. What yeah. the hell's happening? No, actually, I know, and I, I will. I will take that back. Only for one for one actor, Patrick Stewart. Everybody and their mother knew that Patrick Stewart. In 1988, when we first day. saw him, you and I looked at each other and said, "Yeah, that's Professor X." <laughs> Not only is he the best captain in Star Trek, he's Professor X, too. Amen. It's a great thing in Toy Fair Theater once where the X-Men were throwing a party and uh, Spider-Man was there. And Charles Xavier shows up and Spider-Man's just looking at him and he's just imagining himself taking like a uh, like a polishing rag and polishing the top of his head. And Xavier just looks at him and goes, stop that. Uh, All I care about is my hair and my ability to dance. Pull yourself out. Pull actually, yourself yeah. out. Look, look on YouTube, you can actually find some really awesome um, clips of um, Fassbender and um, and Ian McKellen yeah. and uh, McAvoy and uh, Patrick Stewart together, and um, McAvoy and 
Matt Fessler actually impersonate the other guy. <laughs> Do a pretty good job, actually. I've, you know, and I said it the last episode, but I'll say it again. I've never liked Ian McKellen as Magneto. He's not robust enough. He's like Magneto without the water added. <laughs> I just don't. They've done a lot with the suit. He's not. Magneto. No, Magneto's supposed to be like a strong, robust guy. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Magneto. Sam Elliott. He's like, Who's Sam that? Elliott would have been a nice Magneto. He's like Magneto. Yeah, but that, the problem is with that, though, is that uh, Magneto, Magneto never had a mustache. Not even one as magnificent as the banquet beer himself. All right. <laughs> yeah, but you know something? Sam Elliott would have been pragmatic. I'm going to take out his wheelchair. <laughs> Took him down right then and there. There'd have been no screwing around like <laughs> Ian McKellen. He'd have got the job done. <laughs> Let's call Marvel, Mike. Come on. Okay. All right. What about the Carradines? Anything else about the Wolverine other than I, I need to uh, buy the DVD solely for the ex- the extra stuff? It's good. No, it's, it's like it, 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 it is decent. You know, it's coming up on HBO, so I'm going to watch it again. Would yes. I say it is as good as Captain America? No. I would, I, I would put it... It's a good Fox model. You know what? I would put it in line with the first... Actually, the second Thor. I would put it ahead of Thor, the first one. All right. I'm just not... I, I put it on the same level as Iron Man 2. Sure. Okay, yep. No, That's I, fair. I, I put it above Iron Man 2. I want my bird. <laughs> Boy, that's a good Mickey Rourke. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, so... No. Uh, last week we had occasion to all go at the same time, believe it or not, to go see um, X-Men Days of Futures Past on opening night. And it was I, very exciting. And then I saw it again the next, the next Following day. Following with Mike. With Cicerone, yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Round table. Joe. Awesome. Awesome. Mike. Fantastic. Jim. Well, it's no DC cab, but <laughs> um, it, it's the best of the X Men. I and I will agree with you. And on I that. mean, you can't. I, I I don't even. This is going to be a short roundtable. There's nothing to debate about here. No, it was isn't. fantastic. Yes. Yeah, there I will say there. I did. You know, after seeing it the second time, I was like, there are definitely some minor faults to it, but well, on in the whole, well, absolutely. You know, I mean, there's, there's always going to be the wizard faults with well, it. You know, I put I put it out there on my Facebook, and my brother came back and said. Still don't get how the time reset works since Wolverine wakes up in his present day having none of his body's memories. Yeah. But other than that, it was pretty good reboot. So I mean, you, yeah, you can niggle and you know, no, you no, know, no. My, pick apart little quibbles. My you know, quibbles my by. biggest issue was that since when has Kitty Pryde been able to send someone back in time? She was an amalgamation. Right. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, weren't. I they think, weren't going to introduce think, Rachel Summers into it. I think, I think they should have used. I think. I think. I think Xavier should have done it. Should have I th- sent his body, his mind back. I think we've established that the X Men movies have gone so far off the rails. Yeah. That's yeah the constant I mean, theme in this. Thing. You got to understand they're still very well done. Oh yeah. Right. I said the same thing because I remember looking over you and going, "What? Why? Why are they doing this?" Yeah. Um, and then I realized it's just an amalgamation. Right. It didn't bother. They even do that in Game of Thrones. They have amalgamation characters. It didn't bother me. But I just, you know, there are there were many ways that they could have done that. I think the only reason they they did it with Kitty Pryde is because she was such a major part of the original storyline. You want to know something too? She's a stupid skill set. Her power set is stupid. She walks through crap. She well, she's no jubilee, but you know. oh yeah. Well, yeah. but the other thing is too is that again they weren't going to introduce a brand new character 
for that timeline mm-hmm. unless they were just going to be cannon fodder. Because the characters that they introduced were, were going to introduce. Fodder. Yeah, um, Blink. Blink, Warpath. which, by the way, I love the Blink effects. Yeah, those are really cool. I think those, Warpath. Those, I think those were on par with the uh, the uh, Nightcrawler effects from X Two. Yep. Yes, I would agree. Um, oh, yeah, who else? Brimstone. Yeah. Uh, Bishop. Like? Bishop was okay. Yeah, Bishop's a dumb. Character, and but... you know, Storm was dumb. You know, three lines in the entire movie. One of them was, "Let's go." The 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 future fight scenes. I didn't mind. But I also think that the movie but, would have been just as good if they either cut them out no, or told no, them no. You needed you yeah. needed to see the brutality and you needed to see the suspense too. Well, no, no, the first fight, yes. But the, the second, second fight, fight, that was just no because that, that was, was suspense. You needed it, it, it was a race. Just, it was the race against time. That yeah. was just the clock ticking. I mean, when, when Colossus many times when Colossus got you know pulled apart, he got yeah. ripped in half. And you're like, wow, poing. Yeah. You know what I thought was good. I like the fact that they made the Sentinels not just walking tin cans, walking yeah, trash right. cans like they are in the comic book. Because that's what the whole thing was. It's like, are you mean to tell me <laughs> that they destroyed the whole Marvel Universe? Like, like the, like the Omega-level guys like Thor and Silver Surfer and these guys could have just snapped their fingers and yep. wiped these morons out? Right, Come on. Exactly. No, they made them the fact that they could adapt. Yeah. And they did all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, like their hands turned into like swords and like... Just like Nimrod. And that was the... Right, that was that the, was Nimrod was the faces thing. of the future sentence. Um Should They do a good job. And it's very rare I can say this, but I actually prefer this story to the original... Days of Future Past story. It doesn't happen much. Well, part of it is because... Well, I mean, that that storyline is two comic books long. Yeah, it's not it's that very long short, at all. But it is a... I mean, if you go down the list, it's probably number two. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not... I mean, it set the tone for the and entire... And right on the heels of Dark Phoenix. Right, it set the tone for the for pretty much the X-Men universe in it, the comics. I think games. it was one of the darkest storylines... Uh, one of the first d- really, really dark storylines. Well, they killed Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. He gets fried. By the way, he's dying in September. Yeah. So we, oh, we, yeah. Just, we discussed that last time. Well, I'm old. And then he's coming fine. back in January. That's fine. Um, oh, wow, you <laughs> ruined it again. Wow. The se- all right. No, getting to the 70s stuff. The, the, the past stuff. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought that was a lot cool. of good stuff in there. Between, cool. between Wolverine kind of waking up. Oh, yeah. It, you know. It's like, no, no, it's the first time. I, I, I've never done this before. Well, that's actually not true. I've done it a bunch of times. But. Right, well, I mean, the whole kind of fish-out-of-water aspect of it. Yeah. Like remembering, okay, I, I've done this before, but... And you know what? Oh, three channels. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, and i got to say, I wish there was more Quicksilver in that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that kid chewed up the scene. Oh, you know what? He was, I think he was... The revelation of the movie. Yeah, when yeah. he came, when when, when we fr- everybody first heard, oh, they're gonna put Quicksilver. Those, in the those early pictures were pathetic. Well, yeah. when, when the fr- they first announced it, when they first they announced never it, call him Quicksilver. No, no, but when you knew who it was, but you're thinking, okay, they're just doing this as a nephew to uh, to uh, to Josh the actual Wien, the, the, the to big Josh studio Wien and the Avengers. They're yeah. like, okay, you want we want Quicksilver here? You go, okay. Well, they're gonna call him Quicksilver in the Avengers, right? right. Right, but you but you're thinking, oh, they, he's just gonna have a bit part. He's just not gonna do anything. What's what's the point? You know, he's not. Gonna, he doesn't serve. It was a bit part, but it's funny. That scene, right, it was. It was scene, so like him running around like moving bullets around. That, yeah, that right. scene right. was probably, I was in my opinion, one of the best scenes in the movie. I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the best scene. <laughs> what are you doing that for? The whiplash. Uh-huh. What whiplash? <laughs> when he puts in the the, uh, the headphones and starts listening to time in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the funniest part, you know, though, is the smallest thing about that character was just that smile. Yeah, it's just like he's a kid. He got the pers- just, he got the personality down pat. Of course, they did throw the Easter egg out there. Hey, my mother dated a guy who could move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, Fassbender's come out afterwards and saying, um, in the answer, it's like, yeah, definitely, Quicksilver is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, it's of course, well, yeah, he knows. Well, he they, they never came out and said it. You don't have to. You don't have right. to because most of that was an Easter egg that everybody got. Watch that. We all knew it. Y'all know it's. Uh, well, actually, I think twenty five percent of them knew of it. Twenty eighty five percent. The general movie going. The public. opening night crowd got it. Yeah. The you know the the second week crowd like oh really oh, okay whatever. Yeah, a movie like this is so front loaded. It's going to be guys like us wearing geek t shirts like we're wearing now. Right. Exactly. This is a geek Yeah. Okay, Mister Storm. And I don't know. Um, Fastbender. I think Fastbender took first class. But I think McAvoy took this movie. The, no, yeah. I, I, that is absolutely... The, the I don't agree. I, you didn't, I mean, he's probably going to throw a bottle at me. I thought it was um, Jennifer Lawrence. I she was... She, no, she I think that was too. In this one. But I, I think McAvoy took it. The character was really good. McAvoy, like, especially on the airplane, him talking with... Um, the, the, the conversations on the airplane yeah. were just brilliant on screen. I've lost my fair share. Huh. Dry your eyes, Eric. It doesn't justify what you've done. You've no idea what I've done. I know that you took the things that mean the most to me. Well, maybe you should have fought harder for them. If you want to fight, Eric, I will give you a fight! Let him come. You abandoned me! You took her away and you abandoned me! Angel. Azazel. Emma. Banshee. We were supposed to protect them! Eric, where were you, Charles? You abandoned us all. I, alright, I'm just gonna, I was, this was the most ambitious superhero movie I think they've ever made. I so agree. it's, I don't think it's a matter of one person being good, or, you know, like, like, like McVoy being good, or Jennifer Lawrence being good. Every single aspect of this movie, in, the, in terms of the acting, like you said um, last episode about X2... It, the acting was front and center. Acting was front and center in this movie. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the Xavier didn't do a whole lot mutant power wise in this. Wolverine no. didn't do a whole lot. That's a great thing they did is that even though Wolverine is, is the pivotal character in this movie, he really wasn't the focus. He was the pivotal character though. That's the whole thing. He's the, the biggest name. Right. But right. pivotal character is, is, is Mystique. It's Mystique, right. right. But. You know, the story doesn't happen without Wolverine going back. But and everything... But if, wasn't, you, but if you think about it, though, at the end of the day, how much did he really have to do besides not, going in there and convincing... All he had to do was convince Xavier, everybody else, did everything else. Aside from and a couple he, of fights, he really didn't... He, he really did nothing in the whole final well, battle. Well, think yeah. about it, though. Why is that? Because they follow the, the story arc and right. they do Marvel Comics. Every time he fights Magneto, he gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. I mean, this is one point in the comic books where he literally gets his adamantium ripped, ripped, out, of ripped yeah. out of him. Yeah. And he only survives because of his healing factor. Right. Um, I, that I must have hurt like a bastard. Yeah. Oh, that's the yeah, well, yeah. But the other thing, though, I mean, in this, yeah, I think we've got a couple of weeks out here. I don't, I don't really think we're spoiling anything because it's, it's good news. X3 doesn't exist anymore. No, it completely... This is, this, is, this was this movie was the big control alt delete of the X Men yep. universe. Well, you know it's funny because I, I was watching it 
was like, oh. I didn't think of it, and then and Joe just went, well, X3 doesn't exist. He's right. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you know, I mean, well, it's great because they referenced it, but then at the end, we wipe our hands clean of it. Does yeah. that mean that I'm stuck with James Marsden as, as Cyclops? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, poop in a bag. Not bad. Oh, he's terrible. It's surprising how little action there is in this movie. Amy Adams would be a heck of a Jean Grey. I'd rather her than Franka Jansen. Yeah, she's too busy with uh, Superman. Yep. There, there are a couple of yeah. big... And by too busy, we mean... It's already been filmed, but, but they pushed it back two years. <laughs> Has it been filmed already? No. 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 That was, they just no, please. <laughs> no, I mean, think, but there, have been, there were a couple of big action set pieces, but most of it does not hold No, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of talking going yeah. on. Um, what do you guys think of Peter Dinklage? He did... I mean, he, you I, know... I'm glad that they did not reference his... His size. They never once did Not that, which once. is well, which well, is it's a testament how good of an actor he is. Yeah, yeah. right. That's the thing with, with him; you don't focus on his size. Well, well, he, yeah, he's the other so thing good. too is that he's so he's, expressive. You, you know, the thing is though is that he just he took this role and essentially owned it because when when they first cast him, I was listening to this thing on on uh, from Cinema Sense. It's like. I don't know why anybody would be getting up in arms about them casting him as Bolivar Trask. It's not like you ask anybody, who's your favorite X-Men villain? And they're like, Bolivar Trask. <laughs> oh, sir, I think you may be mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought he was... He did a perfectly job. But the thing is, though, too, you got to realize, though, people going to see that... They were smart. The fanboys who go to see that yep. movie also watch Game of Thrones. Yep, right. And because he is so good in Game of Thrones, he owns that show. That is his show, boy. Um, of course, you're gonna like it. You're gonna accept it because he is part of the I think fabric. That, of I think they could have used him a little bit more. I think his part. Was, I don't know what else you do with Trask. There's not a Trask, whole lot you can do. You Again, read the issues, right? The 14, yeah. 15, and sixteen. He's not. I mean, he's in it, but he's not. But he's not a I mean, big when part get, of it. When you get an actor of that caliber, yeah. He kind of, you but he did want, it. You the only, he did enough. The he only did, thing that they could have done enough, better with him was if they actually put a full demonstration of what a sentinel, like one of those those early day sentinels, could do to an to to a mutant. Yeah, and that would have been it. Um. By the way, I did put this out to Facebook. I did it this morning, so we got very very little feedback on little it about thinking what other people thought about um about Days of Futures Past. Um, the only thing response I got was from our good friend Steve at Ape Cod at Twitter, uh, who said, "Sadly, no amount of positive reviews is enough to overcome my franchise fatigue that started when the '90s '90'd all over it." <laughs> what? Wow! Well, Get over it, dude. There was only one. There was only one X Men movie that took place in the '90s. What do you mean, you mean like ninety all over it? Ninety all over, like like, well, like, what, like Eddie Vedder comes in and starts attacking people. In the cartoon with the he actually I blame Rob Liefeld in pockets. <laughs> I, I mean, I will agree with him that the nineties is the doldrums of the Marvel universe. It is. Yes. It is. Um, Who's Moondragon again? <laughs> but, yeah. Moon Knight, come save us, White Batman. He needs to go see it. He'll change his mind. Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing too. Because when I when I first discussed X, first class with Steve, I got the whole X Men fatigue thing. Then he saw it about a year afterwards, and I get this text message like, "Why the fuck didn't I see this earlier?" I'm like, <laughs> "I don't Star know, Wars Steve." Fatigue? Does he have Star Wars fatigue? Yes, he does. So what does he have? For, so oh, what I, do don't so I don't know. Has he not seen the pictures from uh, Episode Seven? Puppets. They have puppets. Repeated <laughs> <laughs> Nyong'o. If there's a god in heaven, Jar Jar Binks shows up again. And they kill him immediately. 
a lightsaber right like a, in the chest. Like a low-flying, uh, like, you just rocket jet just slices no, through no, him. No, 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 no. He'll, like, walk on, like, a, like on a starship, like, Mises, see you later, and he gets blown out of the sky. No, no, better yet. <laughs> he walks behind an X-Wing engine and he gets torched to the... Okay, well, you're, well, you're sadistic. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny the last kind of trip into the rabbit hole on, on Star Wars is you, you notice they have met... Ever since Disney bought them out, they have made no mention whatsoever to prequels. Everything yeah. with Disney is, is either the OT, Rebels, or well, or Episode Seven. They will happily take you understand those prequels after they made the first crap hole. The other ones were just um, long commercials for toys, right? Because they sold a trillion toys, and a lot of good things came out of them. Go back, uh, all right? Like good shows. Clone right. Wars is really good. Clone Wars is Clone excellent. Wars. Excellent. So, all right. Any other thing we had to say about uh, Days of Future Past other than go see it for Christ's sake? No. Yeah. Go see it. I mean, no, I, it. Don't you think Mel Carter oh. would have been a good mojo? She's dead. Oh. And Granny Sequence. Yeah. Um, by the way, and then we'll, we won't spoil that for you, but we will let you know. You can watch Marvel, it. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel has spoiled us. For the last couple of years, you get that mid credit right. insert. You got there. it in Avengers, you got it in Thor. Um, you got it in Captain America. Daredevil. Yeah. You don't get it until the absolute yeah. last second in yeah. X-Men. You gotta sit through it. That Whoa. being said. Yes. It, it is good. well And that being said, well those are some of the best critics I've ever sat through. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know who did the catering now. <laughs> I mean, Andy didn't even have time to do the popcorn trick. From so that's Dino. who the key grip is. <laughs> Irv Lipschitz, wow. <laughs> Titles by Title Town. Wow, that's great. All right, so let's move on. We didn't do any segments on uh, part one, so we're going to do them now. We actually are kind of chock a block with stupid, stupid. Ugh. So um, I'll start with one uh, that came up actually like a couple days before we went to go see Days of Futures Past. Um, the. Sole in-house writer for DC Warner Brothers, David S. Boyer, oh, here we go. Had, okay, yeah. had some thoughts about not only Martian Manhunter, but, but about She-Hulk. She but She-Hulk's Marvel. Exactly. Right. He referred to her as a porn star. Yeah. Green, a green porn star with big boobs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, they're Mar- all porn stars. They're all... They're all the well, no. What do you... The way, the way he said was is that she was only designed to sleep around the Marvel Universe. No, no, see, she, see he basically... Well, Black Widow. He basically Black. said that the Hulk was created to be a, like, a male, male power, fantasy, male, male power, power fantasy, and She-Hulk was just someone that the Hulk could fuck. Well, they didn't do that. They're cousins. Exactly. Oh. Well, they did it in well, a non They did it in a non-canon. Yeah, but at the same Seriously. time, though, it's like, you know, this was the last character that Stan Lee actually created. Who, the She-Hulk? She-Hulk, yep. Yeah. Uh, I have this, an idea, guys. This is, and this is right after my Metamucil. Now, She-Hulk. Now, he, what he's... I mean, he's just... Either he's incredibly tone-deaf... Yeah. Or he's just, he's just an idiot. Because well, the, right now, there is a huge focus on how women are portrayed in, com- in, in pop culture... Especially in geek culture, where, yeah. where, you know, where, you know, I'll be honest, you the know, last... I've taken my share of enjoyment from some of the mis- misogynistic, uh, right? The la- well, here's the thing, though, and I'll put it this way: the last thing the co- the the studio that is be- that is essentially being accused of having no interest in making Wonder Woman needs to do is refer to another superhero as a porn star. Well, what has DC ever done to you? 
no, no, no. In your, I'm just saying. No, it's no. But he, but he, Kevin Smith, actually, he. I'm going to paraphrase. I mean, he, he actually brought it up very well in his uh, in one of his podcasts. He says, you know, it's a smodcast joke. Get smod, it right, smodcast, and you know, and and speaking for myself, I'm not going to plead innocence or ignorance. I mean, like I said, I three quarters of my life, I've you know read comic books and yep. read geek culture, and I've watched my share of anime, and I you know I've enjoyed my share of misogyny in the, in, the, in that media, but. I don't hold the keys to the DC universe, yeah. uh, DC cinematic universe. Me sitting here talking to you guys—that's different than you know. The Nothing head we for say DC. is going to change. For right. the in-house guy, the guy who writes all of them, the guy which, who says which would it be Martian Manhunter? Exactly, was so stupid. Was so stupid. <laughs> if you know who Man, raise your hand if you know who Martian Manhunter is. Great. Now, have any of you ever had sex before? Right. <laughs> it's one thing to knock off the you know knock on the competitors' characters, but when it's your right. own character. He that said, you're somehow supposed to, in, you know. He, he basically said that the only re- the only way he'd bring in Martian Manhunter was if he was grown in a lab and he was just Manhunter. It's a yeah, Martian. The, the idea of Man, Martian Manhunter. Is well, stupid. you know what? He can bluster and you yeah. know go on his rant. If he gets enough backlash that people want Martian Manhunter, you will see Martian Manhunter with bells on. Right, because Warner Brothers is going to say, "Put Martian Manhunter." Put Martian Manhunter in. and make him from Mars. Make him from Mars. While you're at it, push and back Superman versus Batman another year. <laughs> former lead of Summer Camp or High School Musical. Does that get right? No, Vanessa Hudgens. Make him Martian Manhunter be a woman. Miss Martian. Miss Manhunter. Miss Manhunter. Actually, he does have a. Oh, Andy. Yeah. You just. You just. You know. The other thing is, I don't hate DC. I think yes, that it, do. I do not because I love the Batman movies. Oh, I thought. What the heck does that mean? You don't like DC. You don't like them. I know. Right. I don't care. But just say it. Look, I don't like it. I don't. It just doesn't. It just I think. Doesn't. I think they've left a lot of money on the table. Just in terms. Terms of just. Basic I assure business. You that Justice League movie will come out. And it will do fine. I, I've, I've actually heard that the reason they pushed um, Batman v Superman yeah. back is because they're going to be filming that and Justice League back to back. Oh, okay. Batman v Superman versus the Board of Education. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? No, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> um, speaking of which, uh, while we're on that subject, Justice guys, didn't exist until <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of the Batmobile? I didn't give a royal rat. I thought it was cool. It was, a, it was a combination it's, of. I don't. I don't go. I don't go. I don't, I don't go to watch. I don't go and watch a Batman movie for the Batmobile. The car guy is saying okay. that. By Look, the way, okay, you say that, but if all of a sudden Ben Affleck comes buying a Prius, oh yeah, I, want it. <laughs> I can see you losing your mind. He's doing it again. I know. He's doing it. I was actually more like the second I saw that, I was like, oh, Batmobile. Oh, is that the suit? Um, it oh, looks come on. so come much. On. You're, you're wearing a Dark Knight t-shirt, and you're telling me you have a problem with no, the suit? No, I don't have a problem with the suit. I just Dark Knight. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I looked at it, I'm like, that looks exactly like the suit from the Dark Knight Returns. So yeah. what? What do you want it to look no, like? No, I do. Do I have it a face on it going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I got to see, though. He, he wants the Adam West with the, uh, with the, <laughs> the eyebrows, the eyebrows being on. That movie's gonna make a good Oh, I'm killer. sure it's gonna make a ton of money. I gotta say, though, I, I am loving some of those um, sad, sad Batman Oh, I love some of those sad Batman memes. <laughs> They're inserting things in there, like he's got a boot on the Batmobile. He's, <laughs> the way he looks, sad Batman. <laughs> he's, like, he's on a, uh, a boom ride. He just. <laughs> <laughs> 
have for Stupid Stupid? Joe, you had one. Oh, Rob Leefield um, used to be a writer for Marvel, and he started yeah, he did X Factor. He did X Factor. He was. He, he got on this he thing on... shitty Nike ads with Spike Lee, too. Yeah. <laughs> he got this thing on... He got onto this thing on Twitter. I read it on comicbook.com. He was basically declaring that Marvel's doing everything they can to undercut the the non-Marvel properties. Or basically just X-Men because there's, like, no toy tie-ins. There's no, like, cross-promotion. There's nothing, you know, beyond Carl Jr.'s. Well, that, um, that, that's all you need, isn't it? That's... Yeah. yeah, but isn't that up to the actual studio to do that, though? I mean, you can buy X-Men figures. Right, you can but buy. nothing nothing movie-branded. Like, Spider-Man, you can get Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 toys, and they'll have the Spider-Man... Right. Oh, you can't other. swing a dead cat and not hit an Amazing Spider-Man 2 toys. Right, but they're, they're, he's saying, well, the, you know... Well, this well, is, one of my this Jimmy is, Fox action figures. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you say, in, in movies like this, all right. it's all about the toys. It's all about, you got to have the toy tie. Yeah, but, but if you think about it, more, Joe, let's, let's just go, let's take that back. We'll start in 2000. They released... Uh, I think like that very limited amount of X Men figures, and they ended up in the clearance bin like the next week. <laughs> they were shitty, shitty action oh, yeah. figures. They didn't do anything for X Two or you know the now the now removed from continuity X Three first that, class. Not that I, mean, I got to be honest with you though, who would want a Brian Cox action figure? <laughs> I you could do Broken Lizard. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> You could do Hannibal Lecter to the way it was meant to be. That's right. <laughs> and put it up on YouTube. Yep. Uh, they, they've never made any X-Men. They, aside from the first movie, they never made any X-Men tie-in movie action figures. They've all been part of like the Marvel, whatever the Marvel superhero it has nothing action to do with Marvel. Nothing no, to do with no Marvel. It's, it's everything to do with Fox. If right, Fox wants no, to do them, or, or Ken, or Kenner, or 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 Mattel, right. or whoever puts them out. But it it does it depends if Fox actually owns the toy rights. If Marvel still owns the rights to the toys, well, no, you're right. But I mean, if you walk into and you have kids, oh yeah, you walk into Toys R Us into the come on, yeah, yeah, I, I, I do the same thing. I, 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 I go look at the action figures. It's, it's yep. for my son, really. Yep. You go look at that stuff, and they, you know how many Wolverine figures they have? Oh, yeah. Why do you need to make another Wolverine figure? Right. That's just the whole thing. Why do you need to make more? But if you, but here's the other thing, too. If you look at the figures that are out there, too, in terms of any of the movies, they're almost all based on comic book property, right. not on the movie property. They might have, like, the one variant with, like, the Chris Evans 1940s flight jacket or something like that, but... <laughs> I think that Rob Liefeld is kind of blowing it out of his ass in this one. No, I'm not. Oh, wait a minute. He's Rob, just trying to he's, stay Well, relevant. he's bitter. I mean, yeah. I think he's still bitter over her. He's just trying to stay relevant. I, I, I don't like that. No, no, no. Is that what he talks like? Yes. Well, he also, he also, well, he also predicted that Sony is going to team up, team up with uh, Marvel and uh, oh, yeah, the try, try, try Spider-Man to, Avengers. Try movie. to research the uh, popularity of Spider-Man after Spider-Man 2. By the way, I just have to say this real quick. When we saw Amazing Spider-Man 2, and when we were the only people in the theater, it was a glorious experience. Yeah. Um, much better than the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene where I Peter is sitting sullen and alone in, in a um, in a cemetery. The city of New York is behind him. I was just waiting for the wormhole to open up, like right over the city, and all this shit going on, and he's just completely oblivious he just, to. He's just doing a sad Batman. Where where is Spider Man? Yeah, it's not like New York doesn't have any other superheroes or anything like that. Thanks, Sony. And Paul Giamatti as Boris Barishnikov. Oh, God. 
Holy shit! I haven't seen a such a bad Russian accent since uh, Gary Oldman in Air Force One. <laughs> you cannot beat me. I must give Bruce and Squirrel. <laughs> Academy Award winner Jamie Fox. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I watched was a dumb guy. Okay. Yeah. So, um, was there any other stupid stupids other than um, it's more of a culinary stupid stupid that uh, Joe and I had discussed? Yes. Um, apparently the, the good folks over at Na- Narragansett Brewery <laughs> decided to make a beer that, um, I have been told tastes like a rancid lemon has been gang-banged by a cabal of hobos. Who, who said that? I actually made that up myself, sir. So it's you've the been Narragansett. Told, you've been told that? No, no. The way that, that my the way that my sister in law described the Narragansett Dells hybrid the two to me. Two voices in his head spoke to each other. <laughs> I got to keep myself company somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah. Crap plus plus crap equals crap. Crap, exactly. So um, let's move on to Trailer Park. We're gonna do a quick one, Mike. You want to hit this one? Uh, yeah. You know what? We've done a video game trailer once before, and you know what the hell? Let's do it again for Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. Space. The last remnants of the unexplored. A never-ending expanse of darkness. Here, at the edge of the universe, I look into the abyss and... Batman! I look into the abyss... Seriously? Is that a new spacesuit? Your suit looks really good, is all I'm saying. One hero to another? It's really working for you. Sorry? Right. Brooding. Carry on. I look into the abyss. No, he's right. <sighs> it really compliments your figure. Uh-huh. Meh. Should've stuck with black. Or maybe a really dark gray. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on a limb and just say that everything Lego Batman is, is awesome. Yeah. He owned the Lego movie. Let's he just did. admit it. Yes. He did. I love the fact that Superman in this is kind of a smug prick. <laughs> <laughs> they, actually re- they actually referenced the Lego movie in the trailer yeah. with uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, you should well, have stuck to gray. It's, it's just funny that in the Lego movie is Channing Tatum. And Jonah Hill, and yeah, Superman, and, and <laughs> did you guys ever see the how it should have ended for the Lego Movie? No. Well, that's just that's just ridiculous. I'm Superman. I should have just powered over everything. I, I would have just ended the whole movie in five minutes. Yeah, that's great. Don't step on any gum on your way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would right. be fun. It's a Lego. It's a Lego video game. Need I say space. more? Yep. You think they'll do Lego Downton Abbey? They might. <laughs> I want to see. I'm Lego sure they'll give it a nice sense of humor. <laughs> well, that'll come. Hey, I got Luck Carson. That's way more, <laughs> you know, possible than Lego Downton Abbey. You know, well, I'll tell you something. Andy's biting like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? I, I have a feeling that the only way we'll ever see um, uh, Marvel and DC versus each other is going to be in a Lego game. Yeah, would, that not be possible. Most, would that not be the most? You want to know something? Remember? But the thing is, though, you, you say that, 
We always say it will never happen. And everything we say will never happen. It always happens. The issue with that, though, is, Mike, they're going to have to shoehorn Lobo in there. And let's be honest. Uh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's racist. You're racist. Come on. Lobo can be fun in small doses. No, he he can't. It's like saying syrup of Ipecac can be fun in small doses. Well, you know, sometimes he's got to puke. Alright, let's move on to some shills before we wrap up the show. Joe, what do you got to shill this week? This week I'm shilling uh, a YouTube channel that I've been watching. It's um, by a uh, YouTuber called Jeremy Johns. Okay. Oh, from from, uh, Schmo's Nose. Yes. He's actually the voice of everything wrong with as well. No, I don't think so. It's part of Seven of Sins. Andy's wrong, don't worry. (laughs) But no, the guy's name is Jeremy Johns. His his last name is spelled J-A-H-N-S. And that's the guy you sent. Down that's that guy sent right guy. for the. Uh, he did the review for uh, X Men: Days of Future Past, and he's. He, it's funny because he's like a fanboy. He talks like a fanboy. The way he reviews the movies, <laughs> like a fanboy. <laughs> did not make a third. Exactly. <laughs> not <laughs> to Dark Phoenix. They, they're finally doing the Dark Phoenix saga. Finally, they're getting on film. That does not count. <laughs> that movie does not count. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. <laughs> So that's what. I, so yeah, if you get a chance, go on YouTube. Jeremy Johns, great, great reviews. Nice. Do you want me? Well, go it's ahead. not more of a show that I, I'm sure you've heard this, but I was very surprised to hear that. I'm really looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy. It's oh, a very, oh, it's a oh, very good. Can comic I book. can I tell you something? Also, hell froze over today. My wife went to go see Maleficent, and in front of it was the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. She's like, I think that looks very enjoyable. It's like wow. you didn't complain nice. about a you didn't complain about a superhero movie. Well, that is just awesome, then. Nice, good for you, Autumn. Well, I guess we can go see it now. Yeah, but um, I haven't read Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not. It's, it's actually it's it's more of a, a comedy. Yeah, it's right. funny. It, yeah. It's, it's funny. Did you know? Because Thanos is showing up. Yeah. Do you know who's doing the voice of Thanos? Josh, Josh Brolin. Brolin. Josh Brolin. That is a brilliant choice. I really like that. Yeah. Goonies never say die unless it's the living embodiment of death. <laughs> unless it was. William Zapka. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he is the real karate kid. That's well, right. you know, Josh Brolin's got all that comic cred from Jonah Hex. Why do you need to go kid <laughs> if it was Jonah Hex? It's a good choice. No, I, I agree. Well, I the other, agree. And the other thing, too, is with Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie is that they're, they're, they are deliberately making this an all-audiences thing. And oh, yeah. It's leading into Very Avengers. Very little. It's leading yeah. into Avengers because there's an arc... Marvel's very smart about how they do their superheroes. You have the regular Earthbound superheroes, and yeah. you've got like the cosmic bent, like Nova, Silver Surfer, Quasar. You know what? Thanos it, shows up. That's where Thanos yep. shows up. This, Thanos is going to Earth, and that's how it's going to If this does well, I have a feeling that Planet well. Hulk is going to go back on the table. Are they going to do Planet Hulk? Uh, it's been, it's been I, I assume that, 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 that would probably... Yeah, but you, you know what you'd have to do, though? Well, you know, be, Mark Ruffalo wants to do a new another Hulk movie. Yeah. Yeah. He says he's willing to do a Planet Hulk movie. So. Well, what they've got to do, though, is you've got to have him lose his mind in the Avengers movie. That's why you need the Hulkbuster coming yeah. in. Well, it's, the Hulkbusters, but, but the whole thing about Planet Hulk is the Illuminati, who is... Iron Man, Doctor Strange, that. They shoot him in space for some other reason. No, you, you don't need Xavier and Reed Richards. It's, who's it? Who is? I forget. It's it, you know. It's it's Stark. It's Reed Richards. Uh, um, it's... Xavier, but he's dead now. He's the Beast. Yeah. Um, Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Namor. Yeah. Why is yeah. Namor there? I don't know. He has pointy ears. Yeah. Zach yeah. Efron's gonna play him. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. All right, Mike. What do you got? Um. <laughs> 
I had something, I lost it. All right. Do you want to think about it like well, online? Yeah, go, Anime go. something, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I wrote a great book um, about a month ago called Radio Free Boston, uh, which is the, oh. the rise and fall of WBCN, which oh, is a be really local good. radio station out here. This was the station that broke Led Zeppelin on the East Coast. On the East Coast, yes. Made Aerosmith. If it weren't for WBCN, Jay Giles, oh, Giles, Boston, yeah, I mean, you name you name any big Boston, and they band. were you had, you had in, back in those days. You had two progressive radio stations: was KFA, uh, was it the one in San Francisco, KFAN or something? Yeah, like KFAN, yeah, the fan. KFAN, yeah, KFAN, and then you had BCN Boston. It's still the best radio station ever in Boston. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole thing about their well, you know, the morning the, zoo is really good. Well, yeah. The no, I mean, I mean, I remember growing up, you either an AF, you, you know, it was either WAF. Or WBCN. Great story. About 15 years ago, I was at a WWE Raw event at the Worcester Centrum, and we're waiting to get in. And the the, the AAF van comes up, and this guy like puts up his table, stands up, and grabs a bullhorn, and goes, "Hey, everyone, let me know the AAF rocks and BCN sucks." And this guy was pelted with so much garbage it wasn't even funny. <laughs> well, you, know, you guys like Mudvayne? No. <laughs> well, you know, on the on the way here, we were listening to. Uh, Did we were listening to AAF? Yeah. And they were playing, so you want to take my picture. And it's like, oh, wow, AAF has come down. Yeah, they play Sonic. No, you know what it is? AAF is a classic rock station now. There are no new rock stations. No, no. no. But, but you know why? Because R- 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 classic rock, rock now. Yeah. But, well, no, I mean, when you... R O R is classic rock, but what they'll play is they play to well, look. They play like the eighties. It used to be there, there was some clear delineation in, in, in yeah. the radio stations. It was ZLX was the classic rock station. Yes, yeah. One hundred three three was the oldie station. WBCN was BCN the new was rock. the well BCN was the um, was album oriented rock. Well, BCN changed its format, but they but times. they actually but they were still the basic you know they were still the basic like rock pop station and AAF was the heavy metal. They were the hair metal. They were the hair metal. They were hard rock. They're hair metal and hard rock. BCN was was classic rock. They had classic rock. They brought out a lot of new um, alternative bands before FNX. Like you said, they were album oriented. You you would hear it at night. They do, they get the let out, and you would hear the 20 minute version of Dave and Confused rather than the three minute, hey, what do you think of that? Are you tripping? (laughs) Shut up, Greg Hill. Die, (laughs) oh my God. But the whole, I mean, the, the, the thing is great because I remember er- everything as it went down. Essentially, the fall of BCN caused because they lost Howard Stern. They thought they got rid of all their DJs to, to keep Howard Stern on in the morning. And then Howard Stern left Terrestrial Radio. And they, and they, they were left with nothing. They, well, they, they, thought, they thought they could make it up that's with That's not true. Anthony. David Lee Roth was on for a little bit. Well, they, no, they thought they could make it up with Opie and Anthony. That's true too, and that you know all, all it takes is to say we're going to hire Opie and Anthony before they do something stupid. Hey, Ray Marnino's dead. And piss off, piss off Nick Carter. Oh yeah, I was telling Joe this on the ride in. One of the things that um, Opie and Anthony did when they were on AAF to kind of fight back against BCN was uh, it was Carter Allen, I think. Yeah, was it, it, was, it was probably Carter Allen. Carter Allen. He's still on. They were. Um, they essentially had just attacked the one thing that made Carter Allen different from every other rock and roll DJ. He's black. I didn't know he was. So they, you know, and so let me just state it went about as well as you thought it They've would. They've been fired multiple yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. There's a reason they're on serious. They can only be on yeah. serious. Mike, what, you remember what okay. it was? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I, it's an older game, but I, I don't think I've ever showed it before. So. The uh, video game South Park: The Stick of Truth. 
I've oh, heard that is very good. Brilliant game. Basically, you play the you play the new kid that comes into town, and um, like. Uh, so Car- you play your geek salad avatar. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Cartman in you know in the, uh, Cartman Butters and I think Token are are in one are like they're like the uh, that's uh, racist. I love Token. I love that his name is actually Token Black. They, they're like the, these like you know the Knights and Crusaders and um, Operation Human Shield. <laughs> And you know, they, they like they like bring your bring your character in to join their join their group, and they're fighting against the elves, and the elves are led by by um uh, butters. No, no, but, butters is Carmen Professor Chaos. You little fruit ball there. Yeah, and but it's like a straight it's a straight RPG. Um, you just walk around town and you get in like a little battles, but then you know aliens get involved. And your your character never says a word, <laughs> and, but they're always like, "So what do you, what the new what do you think, new guy?" And you just like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, good one, new guy." <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's funny. It's like one of the biggest downloads on Steam, but Trey, apparently Trey Parker and Matt Stone, Matt Stone hate it. They want really? Nothing, they want nothing to do. Apparently, that, that's what I read is that they, they want nothing. Really? The game? No, they want nothing to do with really? it. They said they wish they never made it. Why? It's it, getting great reviews. It is one. Well, it is like a fantastic. It epitomizes the South Park humor. That's what I. They I've, also I've might be playing the audience right. though and, for and, that. And, that's and, that and doesn't Ken, sound like them. No, not at all. And uh, Kenny is also on Carmen's team, and that's uh, it's Pr- Princess Kenny. Oh yeah, Princess Kenny! <laughs> this is all taken from the Black Friday uh, three-parter yeah, from he, earlier this year. He, he always wears a dress. He wants everybody to refer to him as a she. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen the Black Friday yeah, episodes of uh, South Park, does yeah, the brown not makeup in appearance. I yes, wish it, oh, it does. Oh, God, yes, so it does. That's like one of the that's ultimate, a classic. That's that's like one of the ultimate, so um, ultimate super. Um, Powers that you can get. Jim. It's just because they make poop. And they put little yellow dots in it for corn. <laughs> Such attention to detail can't go unnoticed. You know what I mean? Actually, though, the funniest I ever saw Jim laugh at South Park when they made fun of Cher during the um, the Terrence and Philip thing. That's right, Sonny! And they're fucking Oh, I love that show. Oh, my it, it is. God. It is a brilliant game. It definitely deserves to be played. I always ask myself, what would happen to Mike Gulick if the country of Japan never ran it, never existed? <laughs> what, would happen, what would happen to my chain Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> they assured me that my penis was gigantic. <laughs> Elephantine. Compared to theirs, they have a very, 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 very small penis, which they assured me was very, very small. Compared to mine. Best Pendereske. <laughs> So anyway, uh, are we, Mike, are you done? All right, awesome, awesome. So anyway, next episode is episode 99. Wow. Holy shit. Um, you guys are getting old. So, yeah, and we're also you getting... what our sponsors would be saying? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're also getting lazy, too, as our next episode, episode 99, is going to be our best of. It's going to be a clip show. We are doing a clip show, yep. So what we want you guys to do out there in uh, the Geek Salad audience is to let us know what your favorite episodes are, what your least favorite episodes are, what your favorite moments are, your favorite bits. Oh, which well, this will take a long time. This will take a long time. <laughs> I shudder to think what Chris's cultural corner is going to look like. Yes, yes, I will have to. I will have to assign him something. Twenty pages long here. <laughs> um, 
We might even throw some Geek Salad trivia out there. Oh, boy. There we go. <laughs> For the last six years, this show is boy, rich man. with rich with history. Well, I better, I better what load was up my, my first episode? Yeah. That you physically appeared on, or you just uh, appeared on? Me to know and you to find out. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, you can get to us um, in the same manner. I know. Um, the same the same manner of, of ways. You can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at geeksaladradio. Uh, please, love of God, like our Facebook page, as always. Um, you can also check out our archives at the iTunes store. Or the um, the Stitcher app, and you can also check us out the full archive at www.geeksalad.podbean.com. Go all the way down and click the mobile app so you can do all the other fun stuff, too. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Joe. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you soon. Looked around enough to know you're the one I want to go through.